Hi, my name is Ben Pleat. I'm the founder and CEO of Doorbell, and this is the Building Community Doorbell Podcast. It's our first podcast, and we could not be more excited to have Larry Glick here, president of Bancroft Motors and a staple here in Worcester. Larry, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, Ben, and I should add, former president of Bancroft Motors, so it's been a while that I've been back to downtown Worcester. So here we are in downtown Worcester. So how is it to be back here? I mean, you haven't been here in, in eight, nine years. You grew up here. Well, I, I, I get to Worcester often with my new business, but to be specifically right down here on Portland Street and Franklin Street, uh, I haven't been back, boy, probably it's been 10 years almost since we sold the dealerships, and I used to kind of live right here where all this, um, call it regrowth, is going on in downtown Worcester. Yeah, I mean, is it exciting to see downtown Worcester in such a flourishing state. It, it really is. I remember meeting you here two weeks ago, having coffee across the street. At the and, Brew. At the Brew and seeing the Mediterranean restaurant on Portland Street. They're really, other than our dealership and our service department and a parking lot for the uh, Telegram and Gazette, that's really all that existed on Portland Street 10 years ago. Yeah. Talk about the change. I mean, you grew up right outside of Worcester. How does it feel to be back? What are the big changes that you see? So I, I grew up in Worcester, and I, I live outside of Worcester now. But um, I'm starting to see a lot of a lot of activity um, in downtown specifically. I think the rejuvenation of the former Worcester Galleria, how they kind of blew the building up and now better traffic pattern, more office buildings, more people on the street. Let's, you know, just as an example, look at the Mass College of uh, Pharmacology and all the students that are now in downtown Worcester. It's exciting to see. Yeah, and I think really central to all that is, is, is the grid right here. And, and talk about how, you know, being back at what the Bancroft Motors is. I mean, have you seen it recently? Right, so I... Um, I haven't been in the building, but I've been by the building. I worked there six days a week, probably from 1985 to approximately 2005 when we, we sold the property to John McGrail. And um, it, it's, it's amazing how it's changed. Let's face it, that was an automobile dealership. It was a service department. It was a body shop. It was a tire store. It was storage for over 200 new vehicles. And now I believe there's something like 80 apartments. Yep, luxury lofts that are powered by doorbell. There you go. So it's an apartment community literally in what used to be the Bancroft Motors. That's amazing. And how many of them are rented right now? All of them. That's tremendous. And we're really fostering some amazing community there. So for background, so Larry is actually the uncle of my best friend, Adam. And we actually learned about two weeks ago that a building, the Portland, that's that's currently powered by Doorbell, was actually the former headquarters of Bancroft Motors in Massachusetts. So That's right. That was a dealership for Chrysler Jeep and Nissan. Started as a Chrysler dealership in 1939 by my grandfather and his brothers. My father worked at that building, um, and then my brother and I worked there. So three generations um, as an automobile dealership. And the building was sold, as I said earlier, to John McGrail in 2005. And he had various plans for the building, but I guess probably about five years ago, began converting it to loft apartments. Yeah, and, and the community exists today. So still a community in Worcester. It used to be the Bancroft Motors, now it's the Portland community. Right. 
And I think ironically, he bought it from us initially because he owned the large apartment building across the street. Um, I think, was that called the Bancroft? On Bancroft, the corner yeah. of Portland and Franklin Street. And I think this, our property provided him with parking for his tenants. So it's pretty ironic that what started out as a you know, parking garage ended up as a parking garage prior to it being converted into an apartment building. And I think I would probably say that's one of the best adaptive reuse projects we've seen to date. We've seen churches turn into apartments. We've seen tons and tons of warehouses, you know, look at Williamsburg, look at Brooklyn, look sure. at Everett, Massachusetts. Exactly. Right. We're turning a garage into luxury lofts, high ceilings, powered by a true community, a true sense of kinship, a true sense of belonging, where people know their neighbors and they're living in a really, really cool building. That's, so. that's pretty awesome. We'll have to go walk through it one day soon to see where my old office used to be and see who's living there now. Exactly. So what are you up to nowadays? So uh, after selling the dealerships, um, really in association with a dear friend of mine, we started a credit card processing business. So uh, no longer a dealer for Chrysler, Jeep, Nissan, and Buick GMC, but we are a dealer for First Data. First Data is the nation's largest credit card processor, and we are a sales and service arm of First Data. Um, it's been fun growing a new business from scratch. We're in our ninth year. And uh, fast forward, we have about 7,500 active merchant accounts, many local businesses in Worcester that we process with, and um, a lot of car dealerships uh, that are clients as well. So it's been fun. Does your financial technology power any apartments, any, any real estate? You know, we do have clients that are real estate management companies, um, as well as um, storage facilities that accept credit card payments um, as part of their you know rent right instead of sending in a check um, they allow their tenants the luxury of paying with a credit card yeah and we've, we're seeing that as a huge huge asset to buildings where we're providing a seamless service rental payments online is one of those items right and rental payments online what's nice about it if the tenant authorizes it they can provide their card to the landlord and the landlord can do a thing called recurring billing. And whether it's the 5th or the 15th or the 25th of each month, automatically the credit card gets processed. So it's pretty seamless for both the tenant and the building owner. So you're telling me no one wants to, to pay a physical check? I don't think people like paying checks anymore. I don't right? think so either. <laughs> takes too much time. So now looking at Worcester, what do you see as a future for the city? I mean, you're excited? I am excited. I think I see continued growth for Worcester. I think the UMass Medical Center, the biotech park, I think having a company like Doorbell to help these landlords foster community with their tenants in their properties is terrific. And I see a lot of young professionals now in Worcester that I'm not so sure I saw in downtown Worcester 10 or 20 years ago. Yeah, we're seeing some major shifts here, and I think we could not be more excited to, to be launching in Worcester and working with the amazing businesses around us, the amazing startups around us, and, and the amazing people who make this city great. So, Well, it's interesting to me because when you first told me, I know people may be listening not know, but uh, Ben is a Harvard graduate, and here's a guy from Cambridge, and his first account with Doorbell is in Worcester, and I'm like, wait a minute, why Worcester? But it all makes sense, really, because 
you know, you're helping foster this sense of community with all these young professionals that are living in these properties. So I think it's great. I think it's a nice marriage, so to speak. Yeah, we get that question a lot of why we launched in Worcester. Why Worcester? And if you guys are so inclined, do check out our opinion article in the Worcester Telegram, actually releasing next week. So we'll definitely link that. So give us a little preview. Why Worcester? Why Worcester? Worcester is the second largest city in New England. It has 35,000 college students, 12 colleges, biotech startups, technology startups, innovators calling this place their home. It's a place where manufacturing hits hardware, hits software, hits healthcare. It's a place where people, 300,000 people call their home. And for us, any ounce that we can push that, that needle forward of, of making Worcester great, makes our mission as, as a community-driven startup that's trying to make buildings and, and the cities that make those buildings great even better. I think for a mission-driven startup, that was a no-brainer for us. That's awesome. And I also add, I think there's a lot of pride and I think there's a lot of loyalty in Worcester and I know I saw it over my 20 years running a business in downtown Worcester we had very loyal customers and I think um, I think that's part of the thing that makes Worcester great it's a lot of woo pride they call it woo pride there you go well, Larry thank you so much for taking time with us here and we're very excited to, to have you here in Worcester and we hope to, to see you more often that's my pleasure thanks for having me back I was fun.